This is Mid-Missouri's Total Sports Station. KTGR, and it's time to get big. That was a big-time answer right there. You've got the big show with Andy and Brent serving up sports talk from Mizzou to the pros. And everything in between. Join us now on the KTGR hotline and sound off on today's biggest stories in sports. The big show starts now. You bet it does. Welcome in to this Thursday edition of The Big Show on ESPN 100.5 and 105.1 KTGR, your total sports station in mid-Missouri. Thanks for tuning in online at KTGR.com and on the KTGR app. Sandy Humphrey, Brendan Schaefer, and producer Chris all here. You can call or text us at 875-KTGR. Getting you set closer to a weekend where we'll talk some Chiefs and Patriots. We'll get you set for your fantasy football matchups with Play Fate Eliminated 525. Important weekend, of course, uh, for fantasy football. First week of the playoffs in most places, I would think. Playoffs? The what now? Of course, Brendan doesn't care about playoffs. So we'll see if he actually uh, wants to help you with your fantasy football. I care. I'm just a little nervous about my own team. That's all. All right. Well, we'll... What are you we'll nervous about? Exactly. It's okay. Well, the, the I, got, I got injuries, bro. It's okay. I got injuries. Keenan Allen's not playing now. Walk it off. He's Rub some dirt playing. on it. That, that does hurt uh, a lot of folks. So uh, we'll get to play Fate Eliminated 525, but we got to get to the schedule. Time to overanalyze the schedule for Woo. Mizzou football next Andy year. Andy loves a good schedule reading, so this I is mean. like... This has got to be your favorite day of the year. <laughs> Christmas came early, Come baby. On. Let's go. No time, though. That's a little Your thoughts on the 2024 schedule. Give us a, a record prediction, too, uh, coming up here in just a few minutes. 875 We'll KGTR. hold you to it. Yeah, we will. Uh, all the way. <laughs> no, yeah, no. It, predict it now. You can change it. And no, you can't change it until uh, it, for the rest of the year, which I guess. Are you kidding me? Less than a month away. Uh, 875-KTGR. To call or text us. You can also tweet us at KTGR Big Show and find us on Facebook too at Facebook.com slash KTGR Big Show. Now, the Big Show's Big Deal. Yeah, that schedule was released last night from the SEC. Mizzou football knew who they were playing, just didn't know as far as the conference schedule uh, where those dates were going to fall on the calendar. But now we do know the Tigers are going to start with four straight home games Murray State, Buffalo, Boston College, and Vanderbilt. Then a bye week, then four more games. Three of those will be on the road, including at Texas A&M on October 5th and at Alabama on October 26th. And then another bye week. And then you get to host Oklahoma on November 9th. It, of course, finishes uh, on the last weekend of the year, November 30th, Saturday, for now, against Arkansas. And that's how most of the schedule shakes out. You can find the full schedule at KTGR.com. As uh, we go through our thoughts here on what we think Mizzou could do building on their 10-2 and season this year, and that is the Big Show's big deal on this 14th day of December 2023-875-KTGR if you want to call or text this year. Man, I, again, I thought this before this year, and I feel it the same way in 2024. Do Eli Drinkwitz write this schedule himself? Come on! This shapes up so well. It's pretty nice. Are you kidding me? I I mean, the way that it shaped up this year, it looks very similar to it to what it's going to be next year. I mean, you get four straight home games. We knew that they were going to go Murray State, Buffalo, Boston College first three weekends. That that was I was already locked in. 
But for the second straight year, you're opening against Vanderbilt for conference play. And now, now it's at home. And then uh, the, the way that the calendar works this year, you get two bye weeks, and then you get to split up. It's basically three, four-game sections. It worked out perfectly for Mizzou, I think. Yeah, and I, I think specifically, I don't know how you feel about this, but I consider it a benefit that ahead of what I consider to be your two, I mean, two of your toughest games of the year, you're getting a bye immediately before those games. Obviously, yes. at Alabama is the behemoth, but you get a bye directly after that game and right before Oklahoma, which is a home game. That is going to be so fun. I've already cleared my calendar. Uh, and then you get a bye as well before your first road game of the year, which is in everybody's favorite city on this, on this station. Uh, yeah. College Station yeah. is where the Tigers will have their first road game. That's the one thing is like when you look at the schedule, you go, man, those home games are sure bunched up at the beginning and, and not as many home games after you know, September 21st, they've just got three the rest of the season. But I also wondered, and I saw somebody point this out on Twitter, Andy, I wonder if Mizzou almost said, hey, this whole deer season thing, can we just, can you just send us on the road <laughs> for that? Because Mizzou doesn't play during, like, the two biggest no, deer season no, sessions no. at home. So yeah. that's kind of interesting. Oh, man. I, I was not thinking of it that way, but now that you bring it up, it does work out pretty well, doesn't it? I think well, there could be something it? to that. I mean, there I don't know. Certainly something to that. I mean, you're affecting other, uh, uh, there are other fan bases that probably get the short end of the stick on that, but Mizzou, uh, again. Do you, does the whole SEC hunt the way that Missourians do? I Maybe have no idea. Maybe that's a crazy like, question I, I have of me. absolutely no idea. Like, you tell me, honestly. How many deer are there down in the swamps of Louisiana? Like, I, I think those, a lot of those programs might be happy to have the November home game. I have no idea. Do they hunt only deer? I mean, I don't think that that would be the, the only thing. I We need a, a, somebody who knows what they're talking about. Yeah, if, text you, if you know five, more seven, what you did, then we're yeah, I don't know how much hunting five. they do. We're in over the our southeast region of the country. KPGR. That's not what I said. I'm just talking about the specific, because we're talking deer hunting season. They, they, these are like legalized certain uh, of times of the year. Yes, or different weekends. windows for different game. It's exactly right. And so that deer is whatever, you know, I'm not going to say everybody, but it's the most prominent one around these parts. And so that is the, those weekends are typically a little more challenging for Mizzou home games. And now you don't have to worry about that. But I agree. The schedule shakes out really favorably. Like it's, it's the SEC. So at the end of the day, you are still going to have some, some behemoth games to play. Mizzou's is at Alabama and hosting Oklahoma, I would say are the two biggest ones. But to to get a bye before the OU game and then a bye before the game that I would rank as the third most challenging, which is the A&M game on the road, I don't know what Texas A&M's team is going to look like, Andy, but that's an, an environment that's tough to go no, into. Look, I, and you, you don't have any like ramp to get to it. That's your first road game this time around. I fully expect A&M to be better next year. I yes, 100%. Yes. Mike Elko's a good coach. He's going to get right. some good transfers. He made Duke football Duke football. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be a better team next year. And, yes, a tough place to play, especially that early. I love that it's right next to a bye week. Um, so, so I mean, the fact that you have that, you have the Oklahoma setup, because those are the two uh, – I, I think I'll say swing games for this because in order – Toughest games at Alabama, home against Oklahoma, at A and M, in that order. I think in every other game you should be favored, probably as long if you're going off of what happened this year, which obviously rosters are going to change. I have no idea what Auburn's going to look like. That's kind of the wild card for me on this schedule. Boston College could be an interesting one. I don't know, but it's 
It, it better not be. Well, that's I mean, there's the, some of I these mean, games that... No, as far as Mizzou's schedule like outside gonna... of the first four that you're maybe thinking of, this is a very favorable schedule for Mizzou. Yeah, you go to Mississippi State, which is a team that just fired its coach, and so they're in a, a bit of a flux position right now. Doesn't mean they won't be able to hit the portal hard and be much better next year, but like there are tougher matchups that you could have drawn, and the way it all lines up, yeah, I, I agree. Most of these games you're you're going to be favored in, but we're also tethering to, hey, Missouri won 10 games this year. They're bringing back a lot of key pieces. They seem to be doing well with, with some good momentum early in the portal, so we're not going to waste any time with a mindset of like, well, what, you know, what if you lose to Buffalo or Boston College? Like, Maybe they will, but for right now, as you're taking like a helicopter view at the schedule, there is absolutely a world in which you handle that road game at A&M, which you probably won't be favored in. I'm just going to say that right now. Missouri yeah. could be undefeated going into that game, but that's a tough place to play. I agree. But you go win that coin flip game, and then you win homecoming against Auburn, which will be October 19th. You're 7-0 and going into Tuscaloosa. Uh, probably a top 10 ranking at that point, I would have to imagine, because I think they're going to be preseason top 25. I don't know where they'll land, but that, I mean, that's a possible outcome to how high Mizzou fans, like playoffs should be on the table. That should be the goal for Missouri in 2024 is the the top 12, top 11, technically college football playoff. That's what you should be looking at. I think that's a real and a realistic goal. 875-KTGR, tell us your thoughts on the 2024 football schedule for Mizzou. And I, I feel the exact same way. That is a realistic goal to set for next year's group with how this shapes out. There can't be any stumbles, though. You have, like, I was going to say. Gotta, you got to make sure you – because if you're going to think in that mindset, then all of a sudden a lot of these games become trap games. And You're the it, hunted it, yeah, like, at that exactly. point. You're not the hunter. Yeah, so, I mean, any kind of stumble – is is going to uh, is going to derail those plans most likely because uh, I mean again you you can say look they're they're going to get the SEC bump and I believe they will as far as an SEC schedule I mean you're playing the, the there are no more divisions obviously but you're taking the the two worst teams from the SEC East this year Vanderbilt and South Carolina you get them you get to avoid yeah. Georgia you avoid Tennessee you avoid Florida no like Tennessee's- there are. I would have rather played Tennessee. Well, no, but you I avoid understand. Kentucky. I mean, there, there's the, the, the <laughs> other. No, again, we're All talking about the teams. top half of these of the, the division. East. Yeah, and you get to completely avoid them, uh, and you even play two of the worst teams in the SEC West this year: Mississippi That's State and key. Arkansas. Like That's the key right there. Like yeah. I think this schedule worked out really well for Mizzou as far as the opponents that they drew, uh, and we knew the opponents going in. But that said. You might, the committee might look at that and say, well, you did play an SEC schedule, but was it really that good of an SEC schedule? I'm not concerned like 11 about that. and 1 gets you in. 10 and 2, hmm, it makes me think. 10 and 2 and no SEC championship appearance um, yeah. would probably be tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, you, that, you got, but that's what I'm talking about. Like 11 and 1, I think you have to. But set that the goal is saying, okay, I feel good about them making a twelve-team bracket. Ten and two puts you in the gray area. I think so, and it's it's always going to matter what which games you drop and what those opponents end up doing. Yeah, but again, all we have in December, looking ahead toward a a season that begins nine months away, all we have is sort of what's going on right now. And you, you look at 
it's kind of an SEC West schedule, which is a little bit strange. Are you guys going to miss seeing all of the opponents from the East that we've seen Missouri play every year for a decade? That's going to be a little bit weird to not have Tennessee and Kentucky and Florida and some of these teams on your schedule. But the teams you get from the East are, yeah, Alabama, but no LSU, which is obviously, a you know, a, or from the West, I should say, Alabama, but no LSU. And then, you know, most of the bottom half of that SEC West that you're going to end up playing, no Ole Miss. Like the two yeah. best teams from over there that aren't Alabama, you miss them and, and pick up the scraps on the rest of it. It's, it's very favorable. And I think the way it spreads out, too, like you said, we knew the opponents going into yesterday. But the way those opponents spread out, I think there's a clear kind of meat to the schedule where if you handle your business at the beginning, you handle that that meaty middle, you could be in the driver's seat as a top five team potentially, depending on how you handle that that A and M Alabama OU stretch going into that final stretch of the season against teams that you might have a good chance to beat. Eight seven five K T G R, give us your thoughts on the uh the schedule and give us your record predictions. But, yeah, I set a firm floor, I think, at, like, seven, eight wins. Like, I, I that's the <laughs> floor. What does that mean, it's, though, like, the, by floor? Uh, I mean, if you... If like, you, things going wrong, at minimum, you're still winning, like, seven to eight games. Yeah, I think... I can't fathom them, barring, like, a bunch of injuries or transfers out that we don't see coming. I can't fathom less than eight wins. That's the thing. That's like seven. Well, that's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd Isn't say crazy? seven would, would be, be a, a huge disappointment. Um, <laughs> like, find, like, me, oh, what find me five losses on this schedule where you go, yeah, those are the five games you lost, and you're you're feeling still okay about the way the season went. Yeah, I, I mean, don't think it, that it, No, I don't think, I don't think so. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, because Alabama likely it is a loss. But you can give your best shot in that game. Who knows if you're seven and zero into oh, it? Anything can happen. Give me a break. Okay. <laughs> you didn't predict that uh, right before. Did you see right against Southern Florida was this looking. year? Like, oh yeah. my god! Um, but but A and M is there too. Nasty. I mean, uh, is a possibility. Oklahoma possibility. But okay, then so you're talking three about that that's you could three see. that you could see. Right. And so then you lose all three of those. Right. And then you you if you're nine and three at that point, like you're saying, okay, that's a good season. But we saw opportunities to go into the top level and yeah. ultimately didn't take it. But then you have, I mean, what are the other more more likely ones after that? Would you go Auburn? Auburn? And then it's anytime, anytime you go on the road. So Mississippi you look at, State what is if, probably the yeah, next what if they're hardest road game for me. Um, so, uh, so that's an interesting well, one. Well, at South Carolina, it's going to be tougher than Mississippi State, I you think. think. Well... There's that rivalry aspect. Both environments have their have their appeal. I'd rather play at South Carolina during the day, personally, rather than to play that game at night. But obviously, we don't know yet. Don't tell Georgia what that's going to end up looking like. I'm just. I, but Remember these that are, game? The, I agree. <laughs> I think on the road. I think on the road against both of those teams, the way we projected at, at, as of this point, you will be a favorite. But those are toward the end. So to have to run the kind of through a little bit of a gauntlet of consecutive road games in November. I don't know. You don't have the the solace of getting to return home during that kind of meet of late November until you get that post Thanksgiving game, which is way at the end of the year. Um, you know, November 30th is the Saturday and that's kind of Thanksgiving being a little bit later is why you have the second bye week as well during the season. And I think that benefits Mizzou because the two games that it's in front of are two of the three biggest games that you'll want to have extra time to prepare for. 
Mississippi State is the wild card because you've got a first-year head coach, never been a head coach before, Jeff Lebby, coming from OU. I did not hear glowing reviews of his offense when he was the OC. Well, I mean, it might not matter because it's all about talent. Like, can he get the guys in the room and put together a roster of uh, of guys that might keep Art Bryles off the field? Maybe I don't know, but uh, he didn't do it last uh, in his last job. But um, at that point in the season, it'd be like it's very deep into the year. You would think maybe they have a chance to put something together at that point uh, under that new regime. I would much rather play that team earlier in the year than later. So that's why I worry a little bit about it. I feel that way about South Carolina, too. Yeah. Like both of those road games. And again, we're nitpicking because I think it's a very favorable schedule. I wish there was an extra road game toward the end rather than stacking up. You know, your three non-cons that are home at the beginning, you knew were going to be that way. And then for Vanderbilt to be your first conference game is a nice way to ease in, but it also eats up a home game that otherwise could have could have been later on in the schedule. But to play South Carolina and Mississippi State, two teams that if we did their record predictions now, we'd probably have them straining to find a bowl game. Yeah. But we're going to know by mid-November when that stretch begins what those teams actually are. It is possible they're, you know, eight and three or seven. Like, you could have teams play better than you expect, and suddenly that game looks a little different going into a road environment in November with another team that could be playing for, you know, implications for probably not the playoff for those teams, but something. Uh, better bowl game, getting into a bowl game, those sorts of things. 875-KTGR, call or text us with your predictions for the schedule uh, for 2024 from Mizzou football. Uh, you can also go to our Facebook page and comment there. Got some folks uh, commenting on uh, the Facebook page, facebook.com slash KTGR Big Show. Matt saying, should be no more than two losses, Alabama and Oklahoma. Uh, so that's, don't lose that second one. Thought. Yeah, don't don't lose that second one. Uh, but that's I, the, is that the game for you, Andy, on the schedule, the one you got to have if you could pick one? It's Oklahoma at home. That's get one, I would one want, of either. Get one of either A and M or Oklahoma. I think get a split there, and I think you're for fine. sure. Like it's it's but about like the a same Mizzou thing. Fan perspective. Oh, would yeah. you rather if you can only have one, take the OU win, than winning in Tuscaloosa? That's harder to do, but OU fans are going to talk so much smack. Like that rivalry yeah. is back, and they haven't even played yeah, the game is. yet. Yeah. So, so from the Mizzou the perspective, that is definitely one that. Fans are circling now. They were wondering when that game was going to be. Oh, man. I love November that it's 9th year. now. I love that both good, fan bases are like all in the atom. I know, but that's why we get to it, – it's like going to be the, the main course of the season almost. Like, you're playing to get through the early part of the schedule. And, and we'll obviously do more in the way of record predictions when we get to, you know, July and August. But – Murray State, Buffalo, Boston College, Vanderbilt. Four home games off the jump. Do I have either of you right now willing to say, hey, yeah, I predict Mizzou loses one of those games, or are we kind of looking oh. at it from that's the the early test. You just get through those four, you're 4-0. Is that kind of how we feel? The only game that you will not be a double-digit favorite in is Boston College, probably. Yeah, that'd be like and it'd be close. Not like, that, yeah, that even man. then you're probably still in the seven to ten point range. It's probably still more than a touchdown. Like it's uh, yes, any loss in that in that stretch is a, a disappointment. Would be a nightmare. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay, you're four and zero. We know that that A and M test is going to be a big one. Can we talk about this next game? How are they still going to UMass? How is that still happening when the schedule has been released? I'm still holding out hope that something changes. But maybe they can't buy their way out of this one like they did the Memphis game. 
Um, it's but it's what, crazy to me. Is what I insane? heard, I I don't I don't know a lot about it, but what I've heard is that the buyout for that is is higher than the one for Memphis. So I would still pay it. I'd almost rather have that change than have another player. Because well, it's no, not okay. Here's no, the thing. Here's if I choose the there, the I'd take the player. But it's, listen, it's up to it you. doesn't. It, UMass is one of the worst teams in the country. All right, but you yeah. go to their stadium as it, let's say you beat A and M, and you're you're five and zero going in, probably Four. ranked in the top. Are oh, you scared of the hangover game at UMass? Absolutely, the timing of it is treacherous. I would be just Chris. as scared if the game was in St. Louis. Don Brown, like, uh, there's baby? just oh, as much. No, no, of no, a, no, no. There's no. just as much of a hangover effect as if the game were in St. Okay. Louis. Okay, from the hangover perspective, maybe that's fair. But to be on their campus when it's that's going to be a narrative where it's like, holy smokes, we've got a power. You know, we got an SEC team coming to us. What moron athletic director let this happen? The answer is Jim Sterk. Uh, like that, that's going to be a big deal for them. And so there is going to be some weirdness in that game. I, like they're one of the worst teams in the country, but that you're asking for trouble by scheduling that game in the first place. It's not Desiree's fault. It is previous administrations that never should have allowed it to happen. I'm, I don't, you can, you can play diplomatic if you want, Andy. It's absolutely well, look, pathetic I'm not gonna, that ever happened. Uh, I mean, I... I'm not going to rule out it happening that they that they buy themselves out of it. I'm not going to rule that out. It's possible that they do, and that would be a huge credit to the current administration. But I wanted to throw the administration under the bus that ever did it in the first place. It never should have happened. That's (laughs) just a fact. You're right. But but now now we're here. You get through that one. You'll be you know you should be favored by ten on the road. I might take UMass on the points, but Mizzou needs to win that game. Whatever they do, and so you're just inching your way toward homecoming at that point. That sets up really favorably. Because you know you'd be six and zero, assuming everything goes well. Trap game, whatever. It's homecoming. You're going to be up for that game. The lead in is my point, Andy. The lead into that Alabama game is so nice in the way that it has the potential. If Eli Drinkwitz has his team motivated each and every week, we're we're doing this quickly because we got 20 minutes to talk about it. But I think he's going to have his team ready for each of those games and and have something to play for in each of those games to set up potentially a top 10 matchup in Tuscaloosa. Man. <laughs> like that's where the meat of your season really has the potential to get going. Um, I love the way it, it ramps up. I, there's a couple of quibbles here and there, but they're, those are things beyond Missouri's control. And I really think that they landed a, a favorable setup for the most part. 875-KTGR, what do you think about the 2024 Mizzou football schedule? Call or text us at 875-KTGR. Jarrett with us here on the KTGR hotline. Jarrett, what's up? How's it going, guys? What you got? Hey, so you guys were talking about the schedule, uh, what game you would like to split between Oklahoma and Alabama. And I, I was thinking, with that, I mean, you you say that Oklahoma would be a better win just from a rivalry standpoint, but from a college football playoff standpoint, do you see Alabama maybe being a higher-ranked team than Oklahoma at that point and maybe thinking Definitely. that they would be a better win? Yeah, yeah, I think we maybe were we were trying to parse out between Oklahoma and A and M at that point, but um, no, but no, he's right. No, I was. Oh, I were, said were we saying Alabama. Oklahoma and Alabama? Oh, okay, hundred gotcha. percent. Okay, yeah. Jared's right. Okay, I mean, yeah, I, if that were the case, I maybe lean the Alabama win just because it would be better uh, as far as trying to get yourself in the playoff. But uh, yes, mostly, and appreciate the call, Jared, here on the Big Show KTGR. But um, I, I think the yes, if you're talking about the rivalry and the the emotions of it all, take the OU win at home. Absolutely. That's what I was. 
drive it home because even acknowledging Jared's point, which is correct, Bama's going to be ranked higher at that point. Oklahoma, if they make a bowl game, good on them. I mean, it's the SEC. It's going to be tough for them to go to a new conference. Um, they'll be striving for that 6-6 six and six record. But from a rivalry standpoint, I think it's it's back already, and that's the one that I want. I want them both, but that's the you give me that OU game, you lose at Bama, most people do, unless you pull off a of Texas, and then maybe we're really talking about I something. I mean... You can't. You avoid them too. By the way, like you get the the lesser out of That's the right, two man. new com- conference 100%. teams. Like you get no, no get Texas, Oklahoma. no Georgia, <laughs> no LSU. Like come on, no you got a chance to like go it. rough shot. You could get to run rough shot against this schedule, and you are in the playoff. Like eleven like wins gets you Georgia, in. Though. What you beat out? That might be the thing, though. When you talk about the way the new SEC championship game will work, you got to be top two of everybody yep. to get there. Yeah, you might have to. You might have to beat Alabama. In order to do that, unless they're going to drop some games along the way, because, I want another yeah. crack at Georgia in Atlanta. That's what I would like to I see. Mean, that'd be um, fantastic. But be you know, it's going to be. It, I can't wait. I I can because we still got this season to wrap up. But I'm very excited. The schedule reveal got me got me juiced up for next year. Give us your thoughts on the uh, 2024 schedule for Mizzou football. Eight seven five KTGR. We get to some more of your comments and your texts as well, and some more thoughts on the whole SEC schedule. What non-con games you may be looking forward to at the start of the year. That's next. You're listening to the Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. Schedule's out for Mizzou football next year. Give us your thoughts on it at 875-KTGR. Because I like to read schedules. I'll just go ahead and read it in case you didn't It's your know. favorite thing. It's my favorite yeah, thing to do. Go for it, man. This is your time Starts to Starts out. Against Murray, uh, home games against Murray State, Buffalo, Boston College, and Vanderbilt. Then a bye. Oh, then, yeah. Then you're at Texas A&M. Then you're at UMass. Yeah. Homecoming against Auburn. Then at Love Alabama. It. Then another bye. You host Oklahoma. You're at South Carolina. You're at Mississippi State. Then you're home against Arkansas. Which, by the way, Arkansas currently on the Saturday. On Saturday. We'll see. We will see. Now, I did, uh, and I was texted about it the other day. Someone was like, well, it's on Saturday. What? They always do this. They they Every list time. it for Saturday, and then sometime in the spring they they shift it to Friday. However, However, I was thinking about this the other day. Remember, CBS is gone. Like they're doing Big Ten. They, they're not Goodbye. doing SEC. That was always a CBS game on Friday. It was. I don't yep. know if ESPN will be ready to make it the same time, same dates uh, themselves, and they're inventory or schedule whatever they want to do with that game but i still would lean toward it being on friday anyway i would have to guess now there's some other games is that is not like oklahoma lsu is now on that weekend that's not really a historical rivalry per se but now that's kind of it's being played during rivalry weekend which is a little bit interesting yeah i mean it's but they could just as easily Texas has A and M that weekend. <laughs> Texas has A and M, and that's a that's an SEC game. If so they want to make that, that the Black could, Friday game, more power to them. I mean, give them I the space to go was. to go hash it out. I think it was that's, before. So. so that is an aspect, but that was in a different conference, right? But so right. we'll see, we'll see. But ABC, I mean, in, in the NFL, could end up having a say in this too, right? Because right now it's Amazon Prime is when they when they did the Black Friday game this year. Yeah. Who knows what so that'll riveting. be down the road. It was not riveting. Tim Boyle was not riveting. It was powerful. Uh, the, the arm punts for <laughs> a touchdown. Television. But it could. I mean, why not? 
I don't know. I could see a world in which they they could go doubleheader with those two games on ABC. Andy. I like, guess, yeah. yeah. If they well, wanted to, A and M yeah. in Texas, and then Mizzou, Arkansas, or vice versa, it'd probably be vice they, versa. They have but, time to move it. Obviously, they listed every game that weekend on Saturday, and that's probably correct. not going to end up being the case. Like because. Uh, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, they'll move that to Thanksgiving. That'll be Thanksgiving Day. Uh, yep. or, Night, I should and say. And then I guess whatever other games they want to move to to Friday. I That's my prediction. I think they'll do them both. I think they'll doubleheader. Okay. I'm going to go off right. the wall. Because Texas played on Friday this year against Texas Tech. So like they're yeah. kind of used to it also. But, day um, and night. Mizzou at the day, Texas and A&M at the prime time. That's what they'll okay. do on ABC. All you right. heard it here first. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea either, uh, but we'll see what they decide. 875-KTGR, if you want to, call or text us. What other aspects of this Ooh. SEC schedule Ooh. get you a little excited? You're all of a sudden, like, giddy. Okay, I'm, I've got a team that I want to bring up. Not okay. necessarily a, a specific game that I'm excited about. Sure. Their fans have been kind of, it's been fun to watch them melt down during the uh, circumstances of the last few weeks. Yeah. But I think Ole Miss is going to have their moment next year if you look at their schedule. They've got a nice little setup. The non-cons feature a bunch of bums and Wake Forest. Um, that game is at Wake Forest. But I think they'll start 4-0, and then here's their conference schedule. Let me Stop me when you hear a loss. Hosting Kentucky at South Carolina. Okay. At LSU. Loss. And remember, that's the same LSU. Now, real quick. Same LSU that this year doesn't have a defense and next year won't have Jaden Daniels. You still, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm just laying out the circumstances. Loss. You say Loss. LSU wins that game. Okay. Yeah. Hosting Oklahoma. Mm. You Loss. like that one? Loss. I think they get one. Loss. You think they lose them both? Yeah. Oh, no, not me. I think they lose one of those games. Do they still have Jackson Dart? Is he gone? Yes, he's supposed to come he's back. Still they, they're bringing back. Okay. That's right. the word. They're bringing back a All lot right. of the like O line guys. Um, at Arkansas, it's hosting line. Georgia. Okay, that's a you know that's a big game at I guess at Ole they, Miss this time. If they have a home game there. It's a, an advantage, but I don't know. It's still Georgia. I'd say definitely less. a tough one. Like yeah. those are the three: LSU, LSU, Oklahoma, Oklahoma Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, and then they go to Florida, which is never easy. That's late in the year, Should but I'd still it. give it to Ole Miss. Yeah. and they host the the Egg Bowl next yeah. year. I'm going to say I could see 11 wins just at a quick glance for Ole Miss. Wow, I think I think they. Honestly, LSU, I think they win that game. I don't. We don't know the quarterback situation. It's going to be give us some time to figure that all out. But I, I think Oklahoma's in for a rude awakening. So uh, hosting, like for me, that's an Ole Miss win. And then can you beat Georgia to make the playoff? Is essentially going to be the the question. Even if you do lose to Ole Miss, beat Oklahoma, can you can you beat Georgia to make the playoff? Is where Ole Miss is going to be, and they, they get it at home next year. So they're interesting to me. That's one that jumped out at me, Andy. I'm not sure if there's anything else that jumped out at you. Well, yeah. I mean, if you if you kind of go through what they what they've got there, I am I love Texas's schedule. It is a real test. I mean, they they get Michigan on uh, on the road uh, as they a would never have done. Would they have done that game. if they knew they were going SEC? I like, don't they, know. I, I mean, probably I Texas. I, you know, I, foresight. Hmm. I think Texas knew they need like the same reason they played Alabama this year. They knew that they might, they might have to. That was probably way, set up ten years you know? ago. I want to say know, or something like teasing. that. But uh, but hey, yeah. that, that helps. You know, you go to the big house and you have a chance to get a win there, and then all of a sudden, like, it's I, pretty big time. Then I won't argue about uh, you getting a big non-con win on the road and having it be a head-to-head sort of thing. Like that's that would certainly be impressive going out of conference and 
and doing that, and then playing against you know the, that same schedule. Because so they, that's obviously a tough game, but their schedule. I'm going to push back on this. I think they got kind of lucky with the schedule first year in the SEC. What? Yeah, they ducked Georgia. Mizzou. Well, yeah, exactly. they ducked Mizzou. They ducked Mizzou. That's huge for them. Scared to compete. Yeah. So I'm yes, you do play it. Georgia. Look, everybody. Is there a team that doesn't play either Georgia or Alabama? I think everybody's got to play one or the other, right? Does somebody play I both? Could be, Probably is it Florida? I, I, <laughs> Have I you seen the schedule? Florida's is an absolute gauntlet. But real yeah. quick on Texas's, yet you played the the Red River rivalry every year, so that's not like no, something that the SEC gonna be, is going to no, yeah, dictate. Right, considering that, but you get to host Georgia. That's very favorable. Sure, your road environments are Vanderbilt, Arkansas, and a and M the last week of the season, which is again a And M. You're going to play them every year now in the the SEC. Your well, home what games, I'm Mississippi State, is, Florida, Kentucky. I think they lucked out, man. I'll be honest. Well, if uh, what I'm saying is that once they very early on in the season, they they can treat that Michigan game the same way they treated the Texas or the not the Texas the Alabama, the Alabama game, game and just yeah. and, and then I think go almost uh, they can almost go undefeated. Uh, that's why I'm intrigued by how that sort of sets up for them, because all of a sudden you've got a wild card in. We thought, well, you're probably going to have to beat Alabama in order to uh, get in the SEC championship game, and that's true. But then all of a sudden you have this Texas team coming in, challenging that very clear tier of two teams that have not been unseated yet. And I wonder how far of a divide they're going to create by trying to break in. Can I make a prediction right now? Yeah. Mizzou fans aren't going to love it. Okay. Texas will be in the SEC championship game next year. I think that Almost is... a guarantee. Who are they yeah. playing? Yeah. It, I don't know who they're playing. Maybe it's Missouri. Maybe it's Georgia. Maybe it's Alabama. Maybe it's Ole Miss. To me, those are the five teams that have a shot. But when you look at Texas's schedule, yeah, Andy's right. That Michigan game is, is crazy. But for the purposes of whether or not you can win the SEC, it doesn't matter. It's actually just a tune-up for that conference slate. And in a world in which 12 teams make the playoff anyway, it kind of works out in Texas's favor because they could lose that game, drop a conference game, be 10-2, and two, and still be in prime position to make the playoff by winning the SEC championship. You, beat, you get Georgia at home. Red River is always a neutral site. Find me the third most difficult game. I guess it's at A&M, but that's a rivalry game that you're going to, you know, you're playing every year in this conference. I think Texas's schedule, not one of one game other than those three conference games is even going to be a remote challenge. Florida, Kentucky, Mississippi State all at home at Vanderbilt at Arkansas. That sets up really nicely to where they could lose that second game of the year and still be in the driver's seat to make it to Atlanta. So I think the I think Texas will be there. I almost think it's an auto bid. They could lose to Georgia and be there. Andy unless there are 3 7 and 1 teams. That's kind of crazy to me with the way their schedule sets up. I mean, uh, that's why it's so interesting this year because it's it's a team that's got all kinds of aspiration, uh, all kinds of momentum going into this season. We thought they would be, you know, (laughs) coming into the the SEC, they would have some sort of rude awakening, and maybe that's That's still the case. But that's that's Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That's Oklahoma. The roles have been flipped all of a sudden in one year. Their schedule. (laughs) Oh, their schedule. Oh my god. That's good. a little tougher. Yeah. That's a little tougher than Texas. I'd say so. In the conference slate we're talking they about. They do right? host Alabama, I suppose. It's a little bit, but they go at LSU to uh to end the season. They have to come to Missouri. 
I know, right? That's they be obviously tough. play. They go to Texas. Ole Miss. You talking about Ole Miss. Miss, and they host Tennessee. Oh man, they go to Auburn, which that's not uh, an know, easy. Be, that's not an easy game, right? Uh, Georgia almost stumbled. Like exactly, dude. Oh, predict right now, looking at Oklahoma's schedule, just how many games do they win? Just real quick oh, for me. Boy. I won't hold you to it. I won't hold you to it. But just, just give me a number. Out of curiosity, I mean, well, non-con is pretty weak. I will say that they do still they have Houston Tulane, on there. But Tulane, Houston, and... Tulane. It's not bad, but there's no risk. There's no risk. Here's what they need to do. Yeah, did you see the news uh, today that Oregon and Oregon State they're going to play a home and home the next couple of years? Even though Oregon's jumping into the Big Ten, they're still going to play that game. It's going to be earlier in the yeah. year, but they're playing that game, so it's possible to put Bedlam back on the schedule. You can That's do what it. They should you do. got a cupcake against Maine that does not need to be there. Nuke it. Like, come on. We make no, it you know they're not doing this though, right? You know why? <laughs> yeah. They're already their schedule is no, already are, brutal. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a tough I'm gonna uh, go I'm gonna say they win six I'll say of them, Andy. They'll get six. The six. They'll, Ooh. they'll be bowl eligible. I was gonna say tough, that. But they'll get there. I'll go losses, eight, but the man losses at Ole Miss, at Missouri, at LSU. They lose the Red River, lose to Bama, obviously, and they'll drop either at Auburn or the one against Tennessee at home. Oh, wow. One of those man. one of those two. Gosh. Six and a half should be their over-under. Wow. It really should be. They won I'm 10 games nuke. last year. I'm going to find me a, a, a sportsbook.com. sportsbook.com. I'm going to nuke the Oklahoma under. If the win total is anything like nine and a half, that'll be crazy too high. I can't wait to find that. It's going to be under. Man. Oh, man. that's That'll be my favorite bet of the college football season is under if that number is too inflated. With this kind of schedule. What if he overhits against Mizzou? That will be devastating. That will be. Can we, can we get, of, just get like a live feed of like you for like the entire week? I will leave. I will leave my 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 earthly body. And I will. I will descend down into the depths below. It'll be a hard day for me. But uh, let's let's see what that number is first before I commit to anything. I'll do some digging. See if that. I, I doubt anything like that's out just yet. But you see what I'm saying? The no, schedule, I understand. Yeah. If you trip up against a Tulane team or anything like that, you bowl eligibility is going to be tough to come by if you're in Oklahoma. That's that's my prediction, man. It's a tough schedule. Mizzou would win, you know, seven or eight games on this schedule. It's a tough schedule. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not trying to just rip Oklahoma, but it's going to be interesting to see, especially you know when they lose all their players and maybe Mizzou they swipes one of them right away. Now. I don't know. Yeah, they don't. Maybe Caden Green. Yeah, maybe Caden Green. We'll see. Maybe. 875-KTGR. Give us a call or a text. Give us your thoughts on the SEC schedule and uh, what you think about Mizzou's schedule, how it lines up for them. We'll go on to the bus next. Man, Jordan Cairo. Certainly a, a surprising, maybe maybe not surprising, not surprising. but certainly uh, a noteworthy quote that yeah. he gave about Craig Berube. Or maybe it wasn't supposed to be a quote at all. Uh, that's next. You're listening to the Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. Back here on the Big Show. Give us your thoughts on the SEC schedule at 875-KTGR. We've got under the bus the sweetest thing in sports coming up. We'll give our over-unders for Chiefs, Patriots, and an injury update uh, there as well. Uh, Once again, no practice for Isaiah Pacheco. How do we feel about that? We'll talk about it at 505. And then play fan eliminate fantasy football talk with Brendan. He'll try to give you the advice you need for your fantasy football playoff matchups. Hopefully, if you have a playoff matchup this weekend, if not, then you don't have to worry about it. Don't have to, <laughs> don't have to stress. 
Andy played in enough leagues, though, to make sure he got a couple. So that's good. He plays in so many leagues, but... Uh, if I play in so out. many, then man, wait till you hear how many Brendan plays. I'm in. over the season, Your Honor. Uh, so uh, again, oh no, Chris! Oh, that's, no. Uh, Dude, that's I'm in bad. one league where I'm just like consistently the worst fantasy footballer. It is, it is frankly embarrassing. I well, need to do something. Hopefully, you had fun anyway. That's, Absolutely that's what not. It's about. Are you kidding me? Well, this, just is like, the this is like my friend circle fantasy group. I'm not having fun at all. Butt kicked every week. Yeah, it's terrible. Fun. Come on. Well, we'll we'll, hope, we'll try to help you out at 525 with Play Fatal Lemonade oh, here. He's what? long gone. Who? Chris is long done for the season. He, I've been toaster There's like, no way to help for like half a month at this point. Yeah. We're, we're sorry about that. But just, just let me go. I guess. It's time to go under the bus on the big show. Well, the Blues are going to play their first game tonight without uh, Craig Berube uh, following his firing last uh, or Tuesday night late. And boy, oh boy, Jordan, Jordan Cairo asked about the relationship with Craig Berube. Quote, I've got no comment. He's not my coach anymore. End quote. Oh, my goodness. That coming from your supposed star on the team. Supposed is exactly right. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if that's star behavior uh, from, from where I no, can No, it's not. No. Here's the thing. Coach is already gone, so it's like whatever. It, you know, sometimes you can let, let some things out that you wouldn't have said while he was there. But even if he's your least favorite person in the world, have, like, enough presence to understand that you can lie. Just say, you know, we maybe didn't <laughs> yeah. always agree with one another. But, uh, you know, I obviously respect what he's accomplished in this league. And, you know, just say something that's completely fake. And don't become the story for this reason. But Jordan Cairo doesn't have the sense about him to, to even think to do that. So here we are. Under the bus. Sad state of affairs. And hopefully the coaching change makes it a little better. But I don't know if there's a whole lot of hope for it, at least in the near future. Under the bus also to this Bucks panthers or not Bucks panthers Bucks pacers dispute. From last night's <laughs> NBA game, uh, Giannis, Giannis went off uh, the other day. Uh, 64 points. Have you seen a shot chart? Every single bucket Every, underneath the hoop. Yeah. Every single one. Every one. Real hoop! Real basketball! 64 points. Uh, but, and he was asking for the game ball afterwards. I believe, was this at... Uh, the Pacers place. No, oh, this was, was in Milwaukee. This was in Milwaukee. Was in and Milwaukee. he set a franchise record for points in a game. Makes it even more ridiculous. So Giannis is asking for the game ball. The Pacers apparently took it before he had the chance to get it. The Pacers wanted to give it to Oscar Shibway, who apparently scored his first ever point in the NBA. As but rookie. he didn't. He scored, he in, scored, the he scored in the in-season tournament, which apparently which doesn't, doesn't count. count. <laughs> but I, I don't. But they want to keep the ball anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even their ball to keep. But, but Giannis was, record. was throwing a hissy fit over not getting the game ball, and he was also kind of claiming, well, we want the game ball because Lillard passed who was it? Kyle Korver as like the fifth all-time in NBA three-pointers, too. He was trying to make that claim. That, oh, well, Damian Lillard wants it also. Oh, come like, on. Come on. Nah, but man. here's the thing. Giannis should have gotten the ball. This is sure. I put the Pacers under the bus more than anything. That's the side that I come down on. Now they play on-ball defense. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Their defensive rating is terrible this year. Man. Well done. That's funny. Under the bus.
They're just acting like children, honestly. I want the ball. No, I want the ball. Um, well, they're playing basketball. They are playing basketball. And, of course, under the bus, this UMass road game. Because <laughs> it should never happen. Yeah. Why are they still playing under it? Under the bus. I, maybe they'll decide to pony up the money and, and not Desiree, play it there. Save but, us. Gosh. Save us. It's time for the sweetest thing in sports. On the big show. Sweetest thing is with our friends at the Candy Factory. This holiday season, gift your co-workers some tasty treats and chocolates from the Candy Factory in downtown Columbia. Online at thecandyfactoryonline.com. Ho-hum, Cody Schrader being honored nationally. He was honored today as a consensus All-American. The NCAA has a consensus All-American list. They put you on there if you're a first-teamer on two of the selected five lists that are considered the the most prestigious ones. The AP is on there. I believe Football Writers of Association is on there, too. Bottom line, he was selected to two of the five lists, and that makes you a consensus All-American. Well-deserved from Cody Schrader. The awards might not be done for him. He's trying to win a bowl game, too, so we'll see how many more he gets. Yeah, he's um, he's great. <laughs> I can't wait to see what this kid gets a chance to do at the next level. I love that the, the, the entire nation is aware of what he did at Missouri this year. Uh, that's special, and he's well-deserving of the honor. Yeah, well-deserving of all of that, well-deserving of a chance at the next level. We'll see what that looks like. But... He should get some burn with Kansas City. The what? He should get some burn with Kansas City, speaking of. There you go. <laughs> they need <laughs> a running back. So. Check us not playing. Call might, him up. Need, might need a running back. Who knows? He plays through injury. We know that about Cody Schrader. That's for sure. We'll talk uh, over-unders for Chiefs Patriots coming up at 5.05 as they get set for their game in New England. And you're trying to get set for your fantasy football playoff matchup. Make sure you give your questions in to Brendan. Text them in now at 875-KTGR. And we'll get to them at 5.25. You don't want to miss it. You're on the big show.